Well, hello there. Time again for the Florida Roundtable. I am Melissa Fox, and this week we have a lot to talk about, like every week. But this week we're going to talk about fentanyl. Yep, I said fentanyl. I've got a former special DEA Secret Service agent coming in. He's going to explain to us how it gets here and a lot of other very interesting facts about fentanyl. We also are going to talk a little bit lighter. Cats, dogs, that'll be fun. Invisible fences, the newest technology there. Clumping cat litter, could be fun. Oh yes, and we've got Bregan Jane stopping by from the uh, DIY Home GTV Network. She's going to talk about uh, seasonal stuff that we should do to keep our house straight and keep our air conditioning and such working properly. Oh, it's all going to be a blast. Stay right there. It's the Florida Roundtable. Nothing's better than taking to Florida's waterways with family and friends. But some boat operators don't realize that bow riding is extremely dangerous. It can lead to tragic accidents if someone falls overboard because of speed or direction changes. Be sure your passengers sit only in manufacturer-designated areas while underway. Their safety is your responsibility. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. David was in big trouble with the IRS. At first, I didn't owe that much, but after this year, it was out of control. Then David called Get a Tax Lawyer. Right away, they were like, oh yeah, looks like you're qualified to save Get a Tax Lawyer went to work. <laughs> Should have called way sooner. Get a Tax Lawyer has helped thousands like David fight the IRS and get a fresh start. Call 800-786-9014. That's 800-786-9014. Love must be one of the most overused words in the English language. One minute we say we love tacos, and in the next breath, we use the word to describe the deep affection between a husband and a wife. So what is love, really? Is love just love? While the world struggles to define love, the Bible is clear. In 1 John 3.16, it puts it like this. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. If we really want to understand love, the cross is where we see the greatest demonstration the world has ever known. Jesus, the perfect Son of God, died a sacrificial death for our sins so that we could be made right with God. He rose from the grave, providing eternal life for those who follow him. Have you ever personally experienced the amazing, life-changing love of God? I promise you that when you do, you'll know love like you've never known before. This is Bryant Wright, speaking right from my heart. To subscribe to Devotions, visit rightfromtheheart.org. It's the Florida Roundtable. Melissa Fox here. And as always, I try to keep you up to date on the most important things going on in the world. And I know a lot of you have been hearing about fentanyl, synthetic fentanyl, and a lot of drug problems with regards to cartels and kids and adults overdosing. Well, right now I'm going to try and at least thin the playing field out a little bit, give you the information that you need, and try to get rid of the stuff that you don't need. With that in mind, I've got Michael W. Brown with me today. He's the Global Director of Counter-Narcotics Introduction. Uh, I can't do it, man. Your title's just too damn long. Just, you can just say the uh, Director of Counter-Narcotics Technology. Okay, fair enough. And you work for? A company called Ragaku Analytical Devices. You're a senior, you used to be a DEA agent, is that correct? Yeah, recently retired from DEA after 32 years of service. 
Well, thank you so much for your work. Um, under what president were you working? Oh, well, I started out under, I think it was uh, Bush, Bush Sr., mm. and then all the way through, starting in, like, 19, 1989. Oh, good. So, folks, you see, we've got a little basis to work with here. This guy's been through it, the, the whole uh, don't, say, don't dare to keep your kids off drugs and just say no sure. and all of that. Uh, did any of that work? You know, that's, that's a very interesting question. Many people say that the Just Say No programs work. I think they actually did work because they got the messaging out there that narcotics are dangerous, that drugs are dangerous. And we're faced with that same idea today. You know, fentanyl um, has been around for a long time, but not it has not been used in the capacity that drug traffickers are using it. And it's a very dangerous drug. And again, I would say we're telling our kids just say no. Don't do drugs. Don't take pills from friends and people you don't know. Yes, and that is where we're going to start off, right? There's the tipping point. Now, um, it looks like we're losing a battle, not just the law enforcement over fentanyl and such, but personal battles. Um, I see kids who've taken a first pill and they're dead because of a fentanyl-laced incident. So what are what is happening? Can you paint the picture for us? Well, I mean, I, I go back to when I was a teenager, 16, 17 years old. I go to a party. And everybody was drinking. I'm not a drinker, but everybody was drinking and smoking marijuana and using some ecstasy. You know, and the biggest thing you had to worry about is the next day you'd have a hangover. Well, kids are kids, you know. Kids are going to be, and they're going to do those things today. They're going to go to parties. They're going to drink. They're going to smoke marijuana. But now the new normal can kill you. Kids need to understand that times have changed, that they simply can't go out and engage in reckless behavior and expect no negative consequences. Because fentanyl has changed that playing field. Now when you go out and you think you're taking a, an Adderall or a Percocet from a friend, it could be a fake fentanyl pill. And indeed, for many, it is fentanyl. And the result, unfortunately, is, 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 is death. Yeah, death. And that's, uh, that's pretty final right there, isn't it? <laughs> We're talking with Michael Brown. He is currently the Global Director of Counter-Narcotics Partnerships at uh, RigaQ Analytical Devices. Did I say that right? Close enough. Rigaku. Rigaku. Yeah, accent on the wrong syllable. It's a tough word. It is. So um, tell us, how does fentanyl get into the hands of our kids? Can you paint the the flow chart for us? Where's it come from and how's it get there? I'll take you through what we call the fentanyl precursor supply chain to the fentanyl distribution supply chain. Well, initially, you know, the majority of these chemicals are all coming from India or from China, some from India to, to a lesser extent. Uh, The Mexican cartels are working with chemical brokers in Mexico who assist in coordinating the procurement and transshipment of those essential precursors from China to Mexico. And once those chemicals get to Mexico, they're taken to clandestine labs where they're produced then to refine fentanyl powder or pills. Now, following that production, they're then smuggled across the border and distributed to domestic trafficking groups all across the country where they find their way into our schools into the hands of our children and into the general community, creating what we now calling, what I would call the fentanyl opioid crisis. Because fentanyl is a Schedule II drug, and it's used to treat chronic uh, cancer patients who are in severe pain. Um, but, of course, the cartels have taken that technology, and they've manipulated it, and now are using it as a distributed narcotic. And we're seeing these incredibly high rates of overdoses. I think we're at roughly 300 or 300 people a day are dying 
in reference almost specifically to fentanyl. That's too many. no longer with us. That is too that, many. Hold tight. Mike Brown with us talking about sure. fentanyl. Uh, we are the Florida Roundtable. Stay tuned. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Hello, I'm Hector Elizondo, Emmy Award-winning actor, and I want to talk to you about getting older. My body hurts, my joints ache, and sometimes I forget. I forget that doing all your own scenes for a movie isn't always the best decision, especially when you're galloping side saddle down a countryside road on a horse named Archie Bello, who seems to have only one speed, high. And pulling on his reins only seems to encourage him to go even faster. So, of course, my body hurts and my joints ache, but it's not because of my age. It's because I'm living my life. Oh, Archie Bello! Don't let life pass you by. Take care of your brain health. It may just help you stay on top of your game. As soon as this scene wraps, I'm going to kiss the ground, thank Archie Bello for his outstanding performance, feed him a carrot, and visit brainhealth.gov. Find out how you can make the most of your brain as you age at brainhealth.gov. Welcome back to the Florida Roundtable. Now, we've been talking with Michael W. Brown. He's a former senior DEA agent, and he now works for Rigaku Analytical Devices. But we're talking about fentanyl, okay? Fentanyl, bad, very bad. Synthetic fentanyl, the real stuff, all bad. And it's getting into our country through our borders from cartels. So we're going to actually look into... How do we make it stop, huh? How do we do that? What are the challenges, actually, Michael? What are the challenges law enforcement officers are facing uh, when it comes to figuring out about fentanyl and narcotics and the like in the field? How do they address that? Creating the ability of the cartels to, one, produce narcotics in Mexico, Colombia, um, Afghanistan, and some other places, and, do, and then to degrade their ability to smuggle it into the country. Uh, the U.S. has a very porous border, and there's the challenge, right? Um, U.S. law enforcement is doing everything they can do within the bounds of their authority. And of course, that authority stops at the U.S.-Mexican border. You know, there are no major drug labs in the United States. There's no cartel operations in the United States. Um, cartel trafficking infrastructure is all based in Mexico. So until the U.S. can develop the ability to either cross the border or declare a all-out war on the cartels, we are limited to trying to degrade and, and intersect or interdict shipments of narcotics coming into the country. And as you've seen with fentanyl, you know, millions of pills can be brought in in a backpack or in a car. So when you think about the number, you know, thousands of vehicles coming across the U.S.-Mexican border every day, trucks and cargo, that equates to hundreds of millions 
of fentanyl pills and powder being smuggled into the country and then distributed throughout the United States. Once that, once that vehicle carrying fentanyl crosses, successfully crosses the border, gets past the secondary checkpoints, it's virtually impossible to stop it from reaching its final destination in Chicago, Houston, New York, or L.A. So what kind of technology would be able to help us um, determine that these bad drugs are coming in through the, the borders? Well, right now, Customs and Border Protection are using uh, every, all the resources they have. They're using um, state-of-the-art X-ray, vehicle X-ray. They're using um, what we call Raman spectroscopy, hand lasers to identify narcotics. They're using canines. But simply, the issue is manpower, right? We have a limited number of Customs and Border Patrol agents working the checkpoints because they're all being drawn away to deal with the illicit immigration issue. So it's a manpower issue, it's a technology resource issue, and to some extent, it's a training issue. We could simply fill those gaps. We could more successfully mitigate, right, mitigate the capability of the cartels to smuggle in hundreds of millions of, of fentanyl tablets and thousands of pounds of fentanyl powder. And not to mention, we still have heroin, we still have methamphetamine, and we still have right. cocaine flooding into the country also. My goodness. Are we ever going to win this supposed war on drugs? Mm. Yeah. Well, I know if you look at it domestically, I think the U.S. government and law enforcement is doing everything they can, again, within the bounds of their constitutional authority. And that's very important to remember. You know, the United States is a country of laws, right? We have Miranda. We have trials. We have juries. We simply can't go out and, and just attack the problem directly. But when you look at where the epicenter is, where the center of gravity is for drug trafficking and drug production, you have to go to Mexico, right? This is a foreign war situation. Uh, when you think of terrorism in 9-11, the United States and the international community had to go to Afghanistan to defeat al-Qaeda. You could not have used a over-the-horizon strategy based out of the United States to degrade the threat of terrorism coming out of Afghanistan. And it's the same situation with narco-trafficking, right? These are basically terrorist groups using or weaponizing narcotics to attack our country and to kill our, our people. Um, and until we go across that border with more direct kinetic action, that, in my opinion, is the only thing that's going to really resolve that situation. Um, relying on our foreign counterparts in Mexico and China to yeah. further assist us, I believe, will be very difficult in the future. Yeah, I mean, they always say to the president, like, we'll, we'll take care of it. Don't you worry. We'll get it on our – yeah, no. I, I Unfortunately, it's not working. If they are trying, they're not getting it done. We're talking with Michael W. Brown. Currently, he's the global director of counter-narcotics interdiction partnerships at Rigaku uh, Analytical Devices. I tried. It was close. Rigaku? That was good. That was good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. getting better at this, yeah. By the time the end of the interview, um, I'll have it pronounced so well I won't leave my head. So, which is good. But we are talking about fentanyl, not only synthetic fentanyl, regular fentanyl that has actually had a medical purpose for years. But the problem is uh, it's showing up all over the place. And I know I joke when I say things like always know your dealer and such. But that actually phrase is kind of important um, when you talk about this to your kids or your grandchildren. The, the fact that roaming through a, a medicine cabinet and, and finding a pill or going to a party and here, take this. 
that that ad, we have got to curb that attitude because kids and I know you said it uh, I've done it the same thing here let's have fun we and that fun ends up with a funeral it's not the fun you were looking for um, how do how do we stop the flow I, I mean you 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 talked about cartels you talked about the border but how do we get common sense to come into these brains of these people adults too and say look you don't need to be taking this pill that you don't know what the heck it is you know, how do we get to them we well, you know. We put the education out there. We're telling our kids, don't take these pills. We've told our kids for, for 30 years, don't do drugs. Be aware of your surroundings. But, you know, we underestimate the power of peer pressure. When you're 16 and 17 years old and you go to a party and your friends are saying, hey, it's just an Adderall. I take out of my mom's closet. Most of those kids are going to take it, not knowing that it could be a fentanyl pill. And even the individual, if he's your, he or she is your best friend and you've known him for, you know, your, your entire, you know, teenage life, <laughs> Uh, he could have gotten it from somebody that he doesn't know. Right. So you just don't know, you know, you don't know the source. I, I remember a few years ago, maybe five or six years ago, when individuals were, were putting um, the date rape drug in, in ladies' drinks with bars. And all, yes. And then everybody, right, everybody was saying, look, don't take a drink unless you see the bartender pour it, right? Don't take the chance. So we had to get that message out, and I think people going to bars, especially women, realize that this was a vulnerability yes. and that they had to start exercising due diligence. You know, just taking a drink at a bar suddenly became a situation which could put your life at risk. Mm. So we're kind of back in that same situation with our teens. They have to understand that even though the peer pressure is great, they have to say no because by capitulating to that pressure, they may not come home that night. Yeah, and that has happened. And I'll tell you what, you don't want to be that person. You don't want to be the parents that – you know, they had the kids at the party and they were all in the basement having fun and now someone's dead. You don't sure. want you don't want that. You, I mean, and the best we can do to try and avoid is do exactly like Mike's saying, saying here and, and get that word out that it, don't do it. Don't take this unidentified bag of, oh, look, it looks like Skittles. Here, have one. No, that's, yeah. you know, and if you're if you try to open that line of communication, first and foremost, let's just say that, Mike, um, you work for this company. uh Rigaku, and what is what do they do? What is a, you mentioned ramen spectology, spectroscopy. Ramen spectroscopy. It's a. I had to practice that word a number of times you did before it. I started working for the company. <laughs> um, when I was with uh, DEA working in Miramar, very short story. Um, Miramar is the world's largest producer of methamphetamine. So when I was assigned there as the DEA country attaché, I went to the counterparts and I said, "What's your problem?" They said, "Well, problem is methamphetamine." So after studying that issue. I discovered that the problem wasn't methamphetamine. It was precursor chemicals coming from China across the open border then being used to produce methamphetamine. So I looked around, and I found a company uh, called Vagaku. They make what's called a handheld ramen spect spectroscopy laser. And basically what that device can do, if you, let's say you have a barrel of unknown chemicals, uh, a liquid barrel, a barrel of liquid chemicals, you can point that laser, and it will it will heat up those molecules in the substance and create a digital fingerprint, identifying exactly what that chemical is. So after doing a pilot program, I purchased three of the ramen, which is called a, a, a CQL, a handheld ramen laser. We purchased three of those units, and within the first month, the counterparts see six to seven tons of precursor chemicals that were mislabeled. So it really was, it was a revolutionary idea for the counterparts to simply say, oh, we just have to go to the border and check chemicals, and we can degrade the precursor chemical supply chain. Yeah. Without firing a shot, without arresting anybody, they were able to show that the advanced technology integrated into the border checkpoints 
could significantly degrade the ability of the cartels to produce methamphetamine. So if we fast forward and we look at the fentanyl situation with Mexico, and if we understand how precursor chemicals get from China to Mexico, there are vulnerabilities in that supply chain that can be attacked, right? Because fentanyl is either shipped via air cargo, air express parcel, or maritime container from China to Mexico. So there are vulnerability points along that supply chain that could be interdicted if we had the correct information. That's digital data. So we would need analysts to sort through, you know, big data to figure out and find the anomalies and the shipping manifests of these companies that are, are, that are shipping these products. Then we could begin to degrade what I call the center of gravity, which is that precursor chemical supply chain before it gets to Mexico, before it gets to the labs, before it crosses the border. Ooh, what a great idea. See, there you go. If you, can't have, if you don't have the stuff to make it, you can't make the stuff, then you can't give the stuff to the kids and adults and they can't kill themselves. I like it. I like how you're thinking there, Mike. So how many of these, um, how do we get this ramen spectroscopy uh, things out there into the hands of our agents? Well, you know, I think it's just a matter of um, working with various law enforcement agencies, working with, you know, it can be used in a harm reduction strategy. It can be used in drug prevention strategies for the pre-identification of narcotics being used by individuals in some of the more progressive states that allow what we call um, drug use at the open uh, drug use centers. So it has a variety of applications um, that can be used to degrade the effects that fentanyl is having on our society. Perfect. Uh, we're talking with Michael Brown. It's just about time to wrap this up, but I do want to throw a couple of tips out there if you have any. First and foremost, let's just talk about uh, the do, don't, just say no, don't do drugs, right? So what happens? Um, someone offers you something at a party, you say no, right? What other things can we do to avoid uh, fentanyl and overdose uh, deaths? Hmm? Well, we can, certainly we can monitor our, our kids' activity on the Internet because right now you can do DoorDash for narcotics, right? You can get on, you can order these pills, you can order um, xylazine and some of the other non-opioid substances, which are also having an effect on our kids. So I think parents have to engage more with their kids. You know, what are, what are they doing? Where are they going? Do they know the parents of the friends they're hanging out with? Parents need to network and talk to each other so they understand where their kids are and what they're doing. And it may sound a little overprotective, but better to be overprotective than to get that call from the emergency room saying your son or daughter just passed from a fentanyl overdose. And finally, if you see something, say something? Absolutely. If you know kids in your school who are passing out what they think is Adderall or Percocets, you got to go to a teacher, you got to go to an adult, you go to your parents and say, hey, these individuals are they're, they're distributing. I don't know what it is, but you got to say something. Michael, thank you. Stay in touch with us and let's try and uh, we'll solve this fentanyl problem, you and me and one American at a time. How's that? Absolutely. Thank yeah. you for the opportunity. You got it, man. You're listening to the Florida Roundtable, keeping you informed, entertained, and up to date. Thank you for listening. This is the Florida Talk and Entertainment Network. Could you use monthly payments to help meet basic needs, like putting food on the table, paying the rent, or buying new shoes for growing feet? Find out about Supplemental Security Income. You may qualify if your income and financial resources are low and you are 65 or older, or an adult or child with a disability or who is blind. Call 1-800-772-1213 or go to ssa.gov SSI. Produced by Social Security at U.S. taxpayer expense. Why? Just think about it. 
Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata. Growing up with a brother with autism, Sarah Kronk witnessed firsthand how kids with disabilities felt left out by their peers. It's why at the age of 15, Sarah approached her cheerleading coach with an idea to include girls with disabilities on her school's cheer team. Well, what started out as an inclusive high school cheer team in a small town in Iowa has led to what is now known as Sparkle Effect, a thriving nonprofit with over 180 cheer teams across the United States, bringing students with and without disabilities together through cheerleading. The result? More confidence, higher grades, and better school attendance for kids with disabilities. And for those without a disability, new friends and a greater empathy. You wanna learn more? Well, visit disabilitycampaign.org, where we have posted a link to the fabulous work known as the Sparkle Effect. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late, we stay informed, we invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. Imagine. Imagine being denied an apartment because of your religion, or your race, or because you have children, or a disability. It's so wrong. Yes, but who has the power to stop this? You do. Each of us has the power. The law is on your side. It's illegal for landlords to discriminate because of race, color, religion, sex, national origin, disability, or familial status. If you suspect that you have experienced housing discrimination, File a complaint with HUD immediately so we can investigate it. Fair housing is your right. Use it. To learn more, visit HUD.gov slash fair housing. That's HUD.gov slash fair housing. Or call 1-800-669-9777. 1-800-669-9777. A public service message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. Hey, Melissa, how you doing? Hey, what's up, cat guy? <laughs> yeah, that's right, I'm, I'm calling you cat guy. No, I'm just kidding. That was uh, that was, that was was rude. I'm so sorry. How you doing, Dr. Evan Anton? I'm a cat guy. I, don't, I can't take offense to it. I've literally got a cat on my lap right now. Seriously? So. Oh, okay. All right. Well, let's get this party yeah. started. <laughs> it's a Florida roundtable, and if you don't have a cat in your lap, well, get one. Go outside and find a cat, won't you? Cat parents are literally everywhere. However, 
I'm not a cat parent. I used to be. I rescue dogs now, and unfortunately, cats want nothing to do with me. Uh, but uh, they want their kittens to be part of a life, though, right? Yeah, the kittens, your cats, everybody, you want that. So we need to give them proper cat care. And with that knowledge comes veterinarian Dr. Evan Anton. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hi, thank you for having me. So you do have a cat in your lap, hmm? I do. I've got my oldest cat, Willie, on my lap. He's my 16-year-old guy, and he is... He's been a cuddler his entire life, so this is a lot of times how things are when we're at home. Aww. Now, see, I did mention in the preface that I'm not a cat person. I had cats. I loved cats. Cats, uh, though, to me, um, honestly, I'd go away for the weekend, leave them a little food, water, you know, their sand dish, whatever. And when I would come home, all I would see would be the rear end of them walking away as if to say, oh, it's just you. So I... (laughs) You know, I've never, I've never got that greeting from a cat like I get from a dog. But can you give us some tips on how we can keep cats healthy? Because I'm not a hater, not at all. I love the cats, just not in my house. That's all. So how do we keep them happy I and tell healthy? People, if you think you don't like cats, you just haven't met the right cat. Right, right. My, my uh, alone here has converted many people into what they thought was not being a fan of cats to suddenly wanting to find a cat friend. So anyway, sorry to answer your question. Um, yeah, some tips that we should talk about today. You know, one that just, a to, you know, a topic that doesn't get discussed enough is the litter topic. And so, of course, I, you know, one of the tips being, you know, I want you to find a litter that you and your cat are going to love that you guys can work with. And when it comes to that litter, I want you guys to keep that box clean. So if you can scoop it on a daily basis and just get all the day's waste out of there, that would be ideal. Um, and a big thing with litter and the litter box is litter box location. And this is something that a lot of people don't think about, but that's really important for your cat being comfortable using the litter box. So we want to put that in a space where they feel comfortable and they don't feel vulnerable. It's not out in the open and it's ideally cornered somewhere where they can see everything going on outside the box or in the front of the box window. So they're not getting, you know, uh, ambushed or attacked by other cats or dogs or children or what, you know, what, what not at home. And they're just aware of their surroundings. And that's, that's, that's going to make them more comfortable, just like people. Yeah, so cats need um, their general, privacy. Is that, what, is that what you're saying? Cats need their privacy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, really, they do. It's funny, but, like, they do. It really, that, that really, really helps. The last thing we want to do is, you know, put a cat in a situation where they're afraid or, you know, or uncomfortable using their box when it's something they need to do multiple times a day every day. Now, Dr. Anton, uh, I have heard that the box cleaning thing, I've heard many different uh, answers every day, leave it sit so they know it's theirs, clean it at least every two weeks, pick out the dudes. I mean, what is the real math and why is it so important to keep that litter box clean? Yeah, definitely every day. So the, the, the cat knows it's there. Even if it's a clean litter box, they're not going to forget where their litter is just because they don't have their scented, you know, pheromone-scented pee and poo and stuff in there. So you, you can clean it every day. You don't need to wait. You don't need to bring out just the poops. Um, uh, yeah, every day. And it's, it's not just for the, the sake of your home not smelling like a litter box, but it's also in the best interest of their health. It's better for their skin and their paws and their respiratory tracts as well. Is there a kind of litter that is better than others? Because, I mean, there, I have friends who have cats, and you walk in their house, and you would never know they have cats. I have friends who have a cat, and you walk in their house, and you're like, wow, you have a cat. So is it the litter that's making the difference? It's certainly making one of the differences, in my opinion. You know, I've partnered with Cat's Pride, but for good reason. They're an awesome, awesome litter brand. And uh, one of the reasons being is their, their scent control. Their odor control, in my experience, is better than any other litter I've used. 
not just saying that. I'll, I'll, I'll say that whether or not I'm partnering with them, it, it really is phenomenal litter. And some other things I like about them is that they're 90, it's 99% dust-free. So that's, that's really helpful when it comes to smell, but it's also helpful, and more importantly, for our health and our cat's health. Those aerosolized dust particles are not good for either of our respiratory tracts, us or our cats. Um, and then it's, it's lightweight. You know, it weighs about half as much as your conventional litter, so it's a lot easier to work with. I have three cats at home, and I'm doing a lot of litter box cleaning and changing and turning, you know, a, a you know, 20-something pound box or, or, you know, container into half that is a lot easier to work with, especially when I've got multiple boxes going into the trash bin that i got to take out to the outdoor trash. Uh, I find that very convenient. Now, I'm just looking at your background. We're talking with Dr. Evan Anton, and you are not only a, a cat lover, but you're also a small animal exotic and wildlife veterinarian. What has been one of your most exotic uh, encounters? Mm, um, it's hard to say. I think that probably depends on the person what they think is exotic. I mean, uh, a lot of people haven't, haven't even heard of a binturong, for <laughs> okay. example, also known as an Asian bear cat native to Southeast Asia. But I've worked with rhinos, chimps, chimps, uh, a lot of big cats, leopards, jaguars, lions, um, a lot of other primate species, lots of crazy reptile species, cobras, gaboon, vipers, reticulated pythons, Dang. crocodiles. I mean, the, the list goes on. All right. <laughs> All right. What were some of the things that you saw while you were studying in Tanzania then? <laughs> uh, Tan so Tanzania, yeah, I spent a semester there, uh, a semester abroad in undergrad studying ecology and wildlife conservation. Um, and that was incredible. I mean, I got to spend time in the Ngorogoro Crater and Serengeti National Park and oh, some wow. other private reserves and big national parks along northern Tanzania. Um, and I uh, did a whole program, again, based on ecology and wildlife conservation. So I really learned a lot about what it means to conserve wildlife, how that's different in Africa, and how that plays into uh, the people living in Tanzania as well. Wow, this is fun. This is interesting, actually. I love the fact that we're here talking about cats and living their best uh, cat litter life. But the fact that you've gone and, and seen some of the most exotic animals in the world, is I just love that. I, I think that's great. We're talking with Dr. Evan Anton. Um, you've got the doctorate in veterinary medicine from Colorado State University. You work with small animals. Um, what is a very important tip that we can give our cat friends to make sure that their animals, their pets, their loves live nine full lives? When it comes to that, you know, staying on top of preventative medicine is huge. You know, make sure your cat's getting their vaccinations. Depending on where you live, if they need any other uh, specialized care, flea treatment or, or deworming and whatnot. And I think one of the biggest ones, too, is keep your cats indoors. You know, letting your cats roam around outdoors puts their health in risk in so many different ways. Um, I really, a lot, a lot can happen out there, whether it's infectious disease or fights or parasites from other cats or dogs or wildlife or getting hit by a car. I mean, the list kind of goes on there, so that's important for their health. And then a little side note, I mean, outdoor cats and feral cats are responsible for killing billions of wildlife animals every year. So if we can try to conserve our wildlife better by keeping our cats indoors, that's just another reason to do so. Ah, I like that. Pretty good information going out there. Let's get back to the uh, the cat litter. Why uh, is it so important to choose the right litter? Well, just one more time for my cat friends out there. Absolutely. I, I mean, this is something you want to find that's going to work for both you and your cat. Again, I like cat's pride because it's lightweight. It's 99% dust-free. It's the best odor control litter that I know of. 
And something I really love about them is their Litter for Good program. And so what this is is for every jug of litter sold, they donate a pound of litter to shelters across the country, and they do this every year, and they're helping shelter cats find their forever homes. And for someone that has three rescue cats, two of which came from shelters, that really means a lot to me. And I'm, I'm a big adopt-don't-shop guy, so anytime we can you know, do more for our, our shelters and our rescues that really do need the help, uh, I appreciate that. And for a brand like this to do that, it means a lot. Hey, can you tell us how we can lend a paw <laughs> and nominate our local shelters so they can also reserve, uh, receive litter donations? You know, uh, yeah, I mean, if, if anyone can go to catspride.com and learn more about that. Uh, I'm pretty sure the shelters can do uh, just the same thing and, and go to catspride.com. They're on social media as well, so if you want to reach out to them through, through that means, I think that would be fine. They're at catspride on Instagram and other social platforms. Um, but, yeah, if you're a shelter, yeah, please contact them, reach out, and, um, and then uh, kind of take it from there. That's, that's not my wheelhouse. I don't have any control or say of that, but right, right. Uh, the brand has been great to partner with from my perspective, and so hopefully they'd be able to help some of those guys out too. Oh, that's fantastic. We've been talking with Dr. Evan Anton. He is a veterinarian of all kinds of animals, small ones, exotic animals, wildlife, you name it. Uh, we've been talking about choosing the right cat litter, among other things. Uh, what's next for you? Anything big? Yeah, actually, I'm very excited. So in about a week from today, I'm headed to the Republic of the Congo, and I'll be meeting up with uh, some of the team with the Jane Goodall Institute and spending some time at one of their chimp wildlife rescues. And I'll be getting to do some wildlife volunteer work and veterinary work out there. And um, it's a country I've not been to before. I've been to other parts of Central Africa, but not uh, Republic of the Congo. So I am pretty pumped. That sounds fascinating. Uh, you sure you have room for a little carry-on partner? <laughs> I'm pocket-sized. How flexible are you? Some luggage there. <laughs> I am pocket-sized. Hey, Dr. Anton, it's been awesome talking to you. Cat lovers everywhere, thank you for listening to this. And, uh, hey, good luck in the Congo. That sounds like an adventure that is fit for you. Um, <laughs> I want to see pictures oh, or it didn't happen. Pictures or it didn't happen. Man. <laughs> You'll see it. Yeah, you can follow my Instagram too, Dr. Evan Anton. I'll, I'll be I'll be posting all about that kind of stuff too. Perfect. Thanks so much for coming on the roundtable today. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks again for having me. Florida law requires you to remain at the scene of a crash and to call for help. Leaving the scene is a felony offense that includes losing your license and possible jail time. After a crash, stay at the scene, call for assistance, and wait for first responders to arrive. If you have information on a hit-and-run crash, report it by calling Star FHP or anonymously to Crime Stoppers at Star Star 8477. A message from the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. If you have ever thought about remodeling your bathroom but were worried it would take too long or cost too much, then stop worrying. Right now, Jacuzzi Bath Remodel has designed a collection of high-quality custom products and perfected the one-day remodeling experience so you can enjoy your new bathroom faster than ever before. It's a worry-free bathroom model from the most trusted brand name in the business, Jacuzzi. 
A jacuzzi bath system fits in your existing tub space. It's a no-mess installation with an amazing style selection, factory-certified installers, and a limited lifetime warranty. Call 800-517-6580. 800-517-6580. Right now and get 50% off installations with no interest and no payments for 12 months. Replace that old bathtub today with a walk-in shower for a safer bathing experience. If you have lived in your home for over 15 years, it's time to remodel your bathroom. For a virtual or in-home appointment, call 800-517-6580. That's 800-517-6580. 800-517-6580. You know, as spring approaches, I always look forward to that warm weather. Of course, here in Florida, we, we really, it's, I mean, high temperatures this weekend are in the uh, 80s, so... <laughs> But it is time to think about plans for your your yards and your animals. We talked about cats. Let's talk about some dogs here. A safe yard goes a lot farther to keep your dogs active and happy. But the traditional buried wire fences, they're costly. So with that in mind, let's bring on Sung Vivathana. Hello, Sung. How are you? I'm good, Melissa. Thank you for having me. Tell me a little bit about uh, what you invented, this GPS pet fencing. Sure. Spot on GPS fence. It's the most, it's the world's most innovative dog fence and the most flexible, reliable, and convenient pet containment solution on the market today. Wow. Hey. So, uh, I mean, I've seen those choker collars and stuff on dogs. I don't care for that. I think it's kind of mean or they end up on the other side. How is this different? This is different because it it keeps your, your pet safe uh, within a fence. So much like a physical fence or those buried wire fences, our GPS, uh, spot-on GPS fence keeps your dog secure and safe by using GPS satellites, and with up to 30 satellites, um, we patented what's called true location, which can pinpoint your dog to within three feet. Oh, my goodness. I like that. I mean, there's nothing more frustrating than seeing the Ring Doorbell app uh, giving me a notice. This dog running loose around the neighborhood. Well, the next door app, oh, has anybody seen Fluffy? Uh, it, so this is going to this would cut down on that, I would hope, right? That's, that's exactly right. With our spot-on uh, GPS collar or GPS system, you could draw a fence, whether it's a half acre or up to thousands of acres. You could draw a fence right on your phone and load it to the collar and keep your pet contained. And if your dog does escape, then you get notified right on your phone. So the benefits for dogs, because I obviously can, we can see the benefits for us owners, but what do the dogs get out of this? The dogs, uh, well, at Spot On, we truly believe that dogs are happiest when they're out and running free, free to roam. Uh, they can be dogs. You know, when they're out there, they can spend more time exercising, exploring, and that's crucial to their health and their happiness, uh, as well as with, with owners. If we're outside soaking up the sun with, with our dogs, we're uh, spending time relaxing, playing, bonding, which creates a great relationship. And once that happens, then both humans and pets are healthy and happy. We are talking with Spot On GPS Fence co-founder and vice president of engineering, Sun Vivathana, and uh, about how you can improve your life as well as the life of your dog just by spending more time outdoors this spring with this wonderful uh, wireless fence. Now, 
for those folks out there who don't quite understand GPS fencing, uh, can you give them just an idea? I, I mean, you explained it a little bit, but can you explain a little further for the layperson so they get what you're saying? Sure. Just like your car and your phone uh, that uses GPS technology uh, to locate or get directions, our caller uh, works in the same manner, but with much higher accuracy. Uh, like I mentioned, it uses up to 30 GPS satellites, and we patented our true location technology. Um, the great thing about this system is portable. You could take your dog not only can you use it at your house, you could actually take your dog hunting. You could take your dog fishing, RVing, to grandma's house, vacation rental. You could set up a fence anywhere you go. And that's why it's so convenient to, to be able to take your dog with you and not leave your dog at home. All right, so, so what made you decide to uh, invent this technology? Are you a pet lover or just it just happened to be an application that came along? Uh, well, I am a pet lover. Uh, I have a dog myself. Uh, but... Uh, the idea for a spot-on GPS fence was sparked in 2015 uh, when my co-founder was having a casual conversation with an irrigation company owner who was really frustrated about having to replace buried wires uh, that he broke during his installations. So uh, my co-founder asked me if we could do something with GPS technology, and just like that, spot-on was born. That is great. I love that. Where can our listeners go to get more information and on uh, spot-on GPS fence? They could uh, go to spotonfence.com, and when they visit the site, we're actually running a 15% uh, sale uh, with the code SPRING. Oh, that's pretty simple. Go ahead and give that information out again for those of us who are slow or couldn't grab a pen in time. <laughs> no problem. That's spotonfence.com. And we are running a 15% sale with the code SPRING. Thanks. I appreciate that. And uh, I really love the technology. It's not a painful situation. And it looks like the, the dogs, the owners, and all of us are going to have a lot better spring if we look into geofencing from spot on. Thanks so much for joining us today, Sung. It's been a blast. Appreciate you. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. You got it. You're listening to Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. We'll be right back with more Florida Roundtable. Stay right there. The wind in your hair, the sun on your face. There's nothing like experiencing Florida's waterways on a personal watercraft. Knowing how your PWC operates will keep you safe on the water. Remember, PWCs need thrust to change direction, so use a controlled amount of throttle to turn. Know your limits, never ride recklessly, and always wear your life jacket. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. If your king or queen sago palms have been invaded by Asian cycad scale, it's time to fight back with organic Summit Year-Round Spray Oil. It kills Asian cycad scale and other insect pests. But Summit Year-Round Spray Oil contains no chemical toxins. Insects don't build up a resistance to this horticultural oil, so it keeps working every time you spray. Summit Year-Round Spray Oil is available at fine garden centers and at summitresponsiblesolutions.com. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. 
That's 800-398-0651. Could you use monthly payments to help meet basic needs? Like putting food on the table, paying the rent, or buying new shoes for growing feet? Find out about Supplemental Security Income. You may qualify if your income and financial resources are low and you are 65 or older, or an adult or child with a disability or who is blind. Call 1-800-772-1213 or go to ssa.gov SSI. Produced by Social Security at U.S. taxpayer expense. Shortness of breath, patients confused, temp 102. He just had an infection. What's going on? He's becoming septic. Antibiotics started. Bed ready, let's move him. Infections can lead to a deadly chain reaction in your body called sepsis. Very quickly, sepsis can cause tissue damage, organ failure, and even death. If you know the risks, can spot the symptoms, and act fast, then you can get ahead of sepsis. Learn more at cdc.gov slash sepsis. My muscles ached. I was tired all the time. My son had a full-blown asthma attack. It came out of nowhere. The unsettling thing about some symptoms is... I had a fever and these terrible headaches. You don't always know what's causing them. It was Lyme disease from a tick bite. I had Zika virus from a mosquito. He had a reaction to cockroach allergens. Threats to your health can come from unexpected places. Get the facts. Visit PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. It's the Florida Roundtable. How you doing? It's Melissa Fox. And with me right now from HGTV's dream home, the host, home improvement expert, renovation expert, and, well, all-around good gal, <laughs> Bregan Jane. How you doing? Thank you for coming on and hanging out with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, this is fun. This is fun. Now, remember, we are in Florida. I know you're on the other coast, um, but we still have to prep our home for winter, and a lot of people haven't done that yet. We've had a couple of cold snaps, like they like to call them, but uh, I don't think we're ready. So let's discuss the importance (laughs) of that, shall we? At the coast, we're never ready for cold weather. But as we've seen this year, you know, the demands on keeping our temperature controlled environments in our homes have been greater just due to those surprises that have been coming up all over the place. And you guys are leading in renovations and building right now in a big way. Yeah, we are. I do a real estate (laughs) show. And I got to tell you, one of the first things we talk about, of course, is curb appeal. But there's roofing issues. There's a lot that need to be done, basically on an ongoing basis. So um, what what are some of the top projects on the list this year for winter uh, renovation? You know, for me, it's really about the environment and the house that we're creating on the inside. And so I think something that people don't think about are our HVAC systems. I mean, they are really doing a lot of work for us to keep us warm and cozy or nice and cool. And out of sight, out of mind, these things are like cars. They need to be up, kept and cared for to do a good job for you. Right. And you know what I find with regards to the the uh, air conditioning systems, everybody waits till after the first problem instead of maintaining. Always. Yeah. Why? Why Always. not? Everybody makes the phone call the first time the weather guy says it's going to be cold tonight. You know, that's not how it's not the way you do it. <laughs> nope. Nope. And there's there's easy prep maintenance you can do. I mean, one of the simplest things is changing your air filter. And I swear every client, myself included, you struggle with remembering this, you know, but they're supposed to be changed every 30 to 90 days. 
Wow. Yeah, we're talking with uh, Bregan Jane. She, you know who she is. She's from HDTV's Dream Home. I, I, every time I mention I'm going to talk to you, my friends are like, oh, can I come in and be a part of it? I love her show. This is great. Well, we've got her here on the roundtable for a minute. So, um, you know, I'm not one to climb a ladder, but I do like to do projects myself, Bregan. But there's a point. There's got to be a point where I call the pros. Where is that point? Uh, you know, whenever you feel overwhelmed, there's usually a great helping hand. Interior designers are a great, you know, resource to go to. But also with these specific needs that we were talking about, like HVAC, you can go to train.com. They have what are called trained comfort specialists. And they'll come to your house and help take all of this heavy lifting off of you. Oh, that is fantastic. Seasonal updates. Okay, we talked about your air conditioning or your home heating system, which you actually turn on in Florida maybe once for a couple of days every year. But it still needs to be serviced. What are some other things that need to be taken care of on a seasonal basis? You know, I think making sure that our houses are prepped and ready for the changes that are coming. You know, when it comes to decor tips, putting out blankets so that you can cozy up or just making sure that those readily available weather resources are all within an arm's reach so we're not digging for them in storage after the fact. Oh, yeah. Hey, more information. Where can we go to get that, Bregan? You can always go to BreganJane.com. I try to keep you updated with all the tips and tricks. And if you're worried about your HVAC system, definitely go to Train.com, and they'll take care of everything for you. That's T-R-A-N-E. Thanks. I was just going to spell it out, but you handled that. Bregan, though, is B-R-E-E-G-A-N. Jane, you know how to spell that, dot com. Hey, thanks for joining us today on the Florida Roundtable, and have a great winter. Thank you for having me. You're listening to the Florida Roundtable on the Florida Talk and Entertainment Network. You've been listening to the Florida Roundtable, a news and public affairs presentation of the Florida News Network. The views and opinions expressed during this program are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the views of this station's management, ownership, or sponsors. For questions or comments, write to Florida Roundtable at fnnonline.net.